All right, good morning. So, sabi, shine your way. And itong series natin ngayon is about shining the light of Jesus. Sabi ni Jesus, I am the light of the world. Pero sabi niya, you are also the light of the world. And uh, this week, we have what's called Night to Shine, sa Tuesday. So, this is a church-wide uh, project, outreach sa mga may special needs. And so, kung volunteered ka, I want to give you my thanks. Salamat sa iyong uh, volunteer. Give the volunteers a big hand. Come on. Thank you for volunteering. Uh, kahit yung iba dyan na nag-leave of absence from work, yung iba dyan na nakipag special arrangement para may child care for the children, just to come and serve other people who cannot return the favor back to you. They cannot pay you. They cannot invite you. They probably will never even remember the works that you've done. Pero sabi ni Jesus in Luke chapter 14, verse 12, when you throw a banquet, nagpaparty ka, don't just invite your friends and relatives or rich neighbors, for it's likely that they will return the favor. Balang araw, mga in-invite mo sa party is mag-invite din sa iyo. Or yung nagbigay ng regalo sa birthday niya, balang araw pag birthday mo, makakatanggap ka rin ng regalo. Ito, hindi. Sabi niya, you try to invite the poor. Those people na outcast. Yung mga handicap, mga blind. Those people that could never repay you the favor. At mararanasan mo ng great blessing daw. In the resurrection, sa susunod ng buhay, the Lord will be the one to repay you for your work. So today, it's about night to shine, but it's really about also the love of God for everyone, lahat. And so I want, I wrote it down in your notes, kasi gusto kong talaga na may tatak sa utak natin, that we want, this is a, a heartbeat of the Lord, ito yung heart ko, ang nice natin is to demonstrate that there is a God. That's why we're inviting people. Hindi naman sila church members. They're not our relatives, our friends. They're just people sa community that probably never got an invitation to a party like this. But we want to invite them because I want them to know there's a God. And He is mabait siya. And He loves you. And despite Whatever broken parts na meron ka sa katawan, sa intellect, sa emotional or cognitive development, whatever learning disabilities, kahit anong mga merong na hindi na papunction tama sa buhay mo, all people are created in God's image. And everyone matters because God loves Everyone and has meron siyang layunin sa ating buhay, no? So we are trying to be like yung buwan, di ba? Ang buwan is reflecting the light of the sun. Tayo ay we love Jesus, the Son of God, and we want to reflect. We want to be a, a like a mirror. Upang pagtumingin ang mga tao sa community ng San Fernando. Sa akin, sa iyo, sa church, hindi ako ang makikita, makikita nila, but they will see the reflection of the Son of God. And when they see me, they don't fall in love with me, they fall in love with Jesus. I want people to see Jesus in me and in you. So we're reflecting God's love at ang katawagan ng Diyos for all people. God wants to use you, mga kapatid. Every one of you, God wants to use you sa workplace mo, within your family, paano? to put you on display. Para makita ka na ah, kahit broken parts ng buhay mo, kahit yung part ng life natin, personality natin, na hindi function well, or maybe you don't have the same strengths as other people, yung iba na in-invite namin is, is they're blind. Bulag, uh, o kaya deaf, or hindi nakakalakad, disabled, or may some kind of limitations. 
Sometimes we use the term, they're differently abled. Hindi sila disabled. Kasi able naman sila, but yung abilities nila, maaring hindi kaparehas sa ability mo. Nakakita ka ng, ano, yung, yung mga bulag sa Baguio, ang gagaling sa music. Yung mga may autism, pero sobrang talino sa math. May mga ganun. They're, they're differently able, but they need help. Some people just need to be cared for. Pero ang Diyos, nilikha niya tayo in His image. Ibig sabihin, all people, even people na may special needs, are image bearers of God. Anong ibig sabihin, image bearers? We carry yung likeness ni God. Taglay natin ang larawan niya, ang larawan ng Diyos. And it's not just a physical body. Hindi ko pwedeng sabihin na, tingnan mo yung pimples ko, ibig sabihin, God made me in His image. So itong pimples ko, make pimples din si God. Hindi naman sa ganun. It's not just yung exact physical attributes, kundi we are carriers of God's likeness in other ways, like halimbawa, kung tayo ay self-aware, aware ka na isang homo sapien ka, aware ka na you're a human, iba yung awareness yan kaysa sa langgam. Ang puno, buhay, pero hindi siya aware about, you know, so we have this self-awareness, nakakapag-isip, nakakapag-reason. We have yung nananais. You can desire things. You can show compassion. Kaya nating makipag-interact. Uh, make friends. Solve problems. We're made in the likeness, the image of God, in the sense that kaya nating magmahal, magtiwala, at mag-obey. Every time someone writes a poem, or a rap song, or composes some music, confirmation yan na he's an image bearer of God. Because God is a creator. And He made you in His image na nakakapag-create ka rin. Every time you see someone, even child, painting a picture, using Red, blue, green, colors. Ibig sabihin, that child is a carrier of God's image. He can imagine. He can draw. Maybe the digital arts even. Every time you see a person laugh, cry, dance, it's the image of God. Make a friend. Give a hug. These are confirmations that we are image bearers of the Lord. That we want, now even if, even if, merong handicap, merong limitation, mental or physical or emotional, even though nararanasan natin ang season of heartbreak, sorrow, pain, brokenness, magtiwala ka pa rin that ang Puso ng Diyos is to manifest Himself in you. And pag merong mga gano'n na makikita mo, something's not right. Bakit ganito? Bakit ganyan? Trust that God is not the one doing that, but God is doing something about that. Hindi siya passive. Hindi siya parang wala, walang pakialam. No. God is busy doing something through every situation. Maski yung mga napaka-tragic. May mga pinanganak na anim na fingers sa isang kamay. Mayroon naman na pinanganak na walang kamay. In every situation, God is doing something about it. And He's a Redeemer making the wrong things right. Hindi siya ang nagkukos ng retardation, ng pilay, ng pagkabulag, or ganon. Jesus went around healing those things, helping people. In fact, tingin niyo ako, 
more than 60% of all the miracles Jesus did. Alam mo yung mga himala, na nakalakad siya sa tubig, pinarami ng bread, he, he, he caught fish, he did a lot of miracles. But more than 60% of his miracles benefited people with special needs. People that were blind, hindi nakakalakad. Yung mga people that could not stand up straight, they're walking like that. Jesus did miracles to help people who had deformities, malfunctions. And the Bible, paulit-ulit sa Bible, it talks about God's heart, ang puso ng Diyos para sa mga tao who are most vulnerable. Yung mga kawawa, God has a special place sa kanyang heart. The, the Word of God uses terms like, He defends these people. He would lift them up. That God wants to execute justice on their behalf. That God is interested in making a home for them. He will remember them. So paulit-ulit may mga ginagawa ni God and He's saying about how much He loves and cares for people with special needs. Now, tayo naman, <laughs> pag mayroong problema, pag mayroong something that went wrong in the family, in the job, sa buhay, mabilis tayo mag-assign ng blame or shame. Oftentimes, yung mga magulang na may child with special needs, nahihiya sila. Kinakahiya ang sariling anak because different. Or maaring merong blame. The relatives might put a blame. Eh kasi hindi ka kumain ng ganito-ganyan. Nung buntis ka, ganito-ganyan. Maraming blame. Maraming shame and blame. But that's not how Jesus responds to people with disabilities. In fact, Jesus, once and for all, settled the question. Isinagot niya ang tanong sa kanya na kaninong kasalanan ang responsible sa bulag na yan. John chapter 9. Yan ang gusto ning malaman. Eh, yung mga magulang niya, sila ba may kasalanan kaya pinanganak siyang bulag? O sarili niyang kasalanan? And Jesus said in John 9 verse 3, It was not because of his sins, nor his parents' sins. This happened so that the power of God could be seen in him. Now, take note, pinagaling siya ni Jesus. Jesus gave him sight. So, hindi naman will ni God that he would stay blind. Hindi naman ganon si God na grabing sick naman yan, ang gusto niya maging bulag. No, hindi naman gawa ni Satan yan. But sabi ni Jesus, it happened so that mayroong testimony sa buhay niya. So that the power of God can be seen in his life. Sa ibang version ng Bible, it says, so that you could watch him experience God's miracle. I hope on Tuesday night, kayo na ng mga nag-volunteer, I just hope and I pray that you could watch these people experience God's miracle. Tuwing may makikita ka ng something not right in life. Kahapon, I was touched because we're driving uh, along the road. Medyo mabilis lang. Alam mo naman, pag driver ka, you have to watch the road. Pero minsan, sa peripheral vision, nakita ako ng isang babae na walang mata na isa. As in, walang mata. Hindi sa bulag, wala. Yung skin niya, tuloy-tuloy. Walang butas, walang, walang indention, wala. Just, wala. Sabi ko, Lord, thank you for my eyes. Minsan kasi, I start to complain. I have to wear eyeglasses because I'm already more than 30 years old. And I have to wear glasses now. I have to see. And, you know, sometimes you, but I say, Lord, thank you. I have two eyes. Thank you for that. But whenever you see something like that, pakakataon to watch God's miracle work in other people's lives. Because no matter what happens, 
Some people think, how can something positive come out of this? You know, I mean, we had miscarriage. Kami ni Bambi, we had four miscarriage. You might think, how can anything good come of that? Other people had their baby, but it was with uh, some kind of defect, some kind of uh, special need. How can God has a vision, a perspective na hindi mo ma-imagine? He is God, I am not. Can you say that with me? Say, He is God, I am not. I'm not God. So I cannot, I cannot tell you why this or that, but I will tell you that God's always got grace to give. Hindi, hinding hindi uubusin ni Jesus ng kanyang grace for us. And He gives grace to the humble. Now, in this night to shine, I believe the power of God will be seen in the people of San Fernando City. And Rosario and Bawang and different places because these people are coming from all around the province. I believe the power of God will be seen. I do not know why this person had Down syndrome. Hindi ko masasagot kung bakit yung si ganito ay may cerebral palsy or whatever kinds of cases. But I know that they can experience the love of God, I know they can experience being an image bearer, a carrier of God's likeness in their life. At kayang-kaya nila maranasan ng Himala ng Diyos sa Tuesday night. Amen. And tayo naman, bilang church, whether you're volunteering or you're at home interceding and praying for this night, either way, tayo naman as a church, we are God's Delivery system. I mean, delivery system. We there's a there's a product or a service, sang biaya, and it needs to be delivered. Right? Thank you, Shopee. Not deliver. But we are called, and ang mission statement ng church is to honor God and deliver His benefits. So even. Deliver his benefits to the least. Sabini Jesus, to the least, the most vulnerable, the most unlikely tithers in a church, the most unlikely na makakapag volunteer or makakapag serve or teach the children or cook the food or hand out this or stack the chairs. Hindi kayang gawin na mga yan. But Jesus said in Matthew chapter 25, in verse 35 to 40, he says, you know, I was hungry and you fed me. I was thirsty. You gave me drink. I was a stranger and you invited me into your home. I was naked and you gave me clothes. I was sick and you cared for me. I was in prison and you visited me. And nagtanong yung mga disciples ni Jesus. Paano yan? I never visited the prison. I never went to the clinic to visit you, my sakit. I never gave you clothes, Jesus. Hindi ka naging naked. And Jesus said, I tell you the truth. When you did it to one of these least vulnerable, broken of my brothers and sisters, as if you were doing it for me. Hello. Nagigets niyo ba ang sinasabi ko? If you give something, and I'm so blessed, I'm so encouraged, na nalaman ko, so many of you went out of your way to visit these special honored guests in their house. Nag-undertime para makapunta sa bahay nila, layo, and then you love them and pray for them and invite them and remind them and I was so blessed. Nalaman ko na yung iba sa inyo, you even made sure na meron silang sasakyan, hatid sundo. You arranged that and you even, there's stories, I keep hearing stories more and more, yung mga, kasi it's a formal event, napaka-formal. E wala silang ma, ma-susut. Wala silang damit. But some of you, many of you, 
were buying for them even clothes and buying shoes for them and giving them clothes so that they could come and look like a million bucks. Praise God. Praise God. Thank you for serving the Lord that way. Yeah. You know, Sabini Jesus, if you bought shoes for him, you bought, you bought me shoes. Gonna, you're going to bless Jesus like that? Don't you think there's a reward for you? I believe so. And in Luke chapter 10, you know this story. Siguro, manood tayo ng video para ma-refresh yung ating memory about the story of the good Samaritan. Ngunit sasabihin ko sa inyo, merong isang Samaritanong naglalakbay na napadaan doon. Nakita niya ang biktima at siya'y naawa. Nilapitan niya ito, pinuhusan ng langis at alak ang mga sugat at binendahan. Pagkatapos, ang lalaki isinakay ng Samaritano sa kanyang asno at dinala ito sa bahay panuluyan upang maalagaan doon. Kinabukasan, Binigyan niya ng dalawang salaping pilak ang may-ari ng bahay panuluyan. Heto, alagaan mo siya. At kung ano man ang iyong magagastos, ay babayaran ko sa aking pagbabalik. Ang Samaritan at ang Hudyo, hindi sila good terms. Somehow magkaaway sila. They're not on speaking terms. And yet, itong Samaritan, na, mabi, na mabait, mabait siya, hindi niya kilala itong Hudyo nito. He just saw him, naawa siya sa kanya, linapitan siya. And the other Jewish priest and the Levite, yung mga church workers in those days, iniwasan nila yung hurting man. But the Samaritan went to him and healed his wounds. They put wine and oil and put him on yung kanyang donkey. Siya ang naglakad pinasakay yung man. Brought him to the inn and then checked him in with his own room and let him stay there. So, I don't know if you're like me, but when you listen sa mga Bible stories, it's good na sana mak- try to see yourself in the story. Kung maaring mak- saan ka nakikipag-relate dyan? Ikaw ba ay, you know, sometimes you might hear The Good Samaritan is hamon ni Jesus sa atin na maging mas mabait sa mga strangers. It might be that the message of God for you is maawa ka naman sa mga mahihirap. Tulungan mo sila. You know, give, give yourself uh, away. Sacrifice. Spend time, money. Help people. Even hindi mo kilala. Okay, that's a good message. Ikaw ba ay yung Good Samaritan sa story? Doon ka naka, naka-relate? Or maybe, you might relate more with yung mga priest and Levi na hindi tumulong. And this might be something na, that you feel guilty about. Na minsan, nakita ko yung, yung tao na nagbebeg, na nangangailangan ng help, pero pumunta ako sa kabilang kalsada para wala akong time kasi You might feel guilty that you're not helping people that need it. Or you might feel like the victim. Na ikaw yung ninakawan, binugbog, at ikaw ang kawawa and nangangailangan ng merong tutulong sa'yo. Saan ba nakaka-relate dyan sa story? But I believe that in this story, the Lord has a message for our church today. It's a little bit The first news is not so good, but I believe that in this story, hindi ikaw at hindi ako, hindi tayo ang good Samaritan dito. We're not the good Samaritan. Honestly, there's times na nakita ko ng tao na naplatan, hindi ko silang tinulong, tinulungan. There's times when I see people begging, lalo na sa Manila, and I didn't stop to give money. We're not that good, sa totoo lang. But the good news is, Jesus 
is the good Samaritan. Sa story nito, siya ang mabuting Samaritan. Na yes, we were not on good terms with the Lord. Yung side natin as a sinner, we are not worthy. Na siya tutulong sa atin. We were dying in our sins. Ikaw, ako, we were the victim, cheated, beaten, ninakawan. Because of sin, we're beaten down, about to die. When all of a sudden, lumapit si Jesus sa'yo. Oh, Jesus came to me when I was 15. Lumapit siya sa akin when I was hopeless, madumi, wounded. The Bible says in Ephesians 2, verse 12, that I was a, uh, a parang a target of God's wrath. I was ready to be guilty as charged. Romans 5, verse 10 says, while we were enemies of God. And yet, sinacrifice ni Jesus ang kanyang buhay. Inalay niya dahil sa pag-ibig ng Diyos, He gave Jesus to be a sacrifice to rescue me. Kaya ang tawa sa kanya, Jesus, which means He saves. Iniligtas niya ako. Psalms 147, verse 3. Gaya ng ginawa ng Good Samaritan, this is what the Lord does for us. He heals the brokenhearted and binds up their wounds. Yan ang ginawa ng Good Samaritan kay victim. That's what Jesus did for us. He binds up. He, he puts oil to heal an ointment. He puts the wine that sanitizes and cleanses our life. Tayo ay nasa kaputikan, but He brought us on His sasakyan niya, dinala niya tayo sa isang safe place. Galing sa putik, at ngayon nasa church ka. <laughs> ano ba? May, may panahon siguro, you never imagine yourself being in church. You never could see yourself worshiping the Lord in spirit and truth, but He brought us out of the mud. And He brought us into a safe place. A place where we could experience ang kanyang rest, ang kanyang retreat. He brings us to a place where we can retreat from the crowd of the world and restore. He brings restoration, retreat, rest sa mga kanyang iniligtas. Tapos, it gets better. It gets better. Oh, the Good Samaritan was good to you. The Good Samaritan saved you, healed you, brought you to a place where hindi ka nakakahiya. You are now being restored, discipled, and becoming a champion in life. I hope that's you. That should be every champion. Pero it gets better and better. Now, bilang iliktas, bilang saved na disciple, follower of Jesus, guess what? You are now invited into a divine partnership with the Good Samaritan. Ibig sabihin, you get to partner with Him sa kanyang work of helping others. Are you following me? So, if Jesus is the Good Samaritan, sino na tayo na hindi na victim na? Tayo ay mga innkeepers. Are you getting that? We're the innkeepers. Na kung saan dinala ni Jesus, yung Good Samaritan, He brings people to the inn. You, you know, yung inn, yung pension, hotel. He brings people to check in to a safe place. Mga kapatid, you are an innkeeper now. And the church is the inn. The church is the safe place where you can experience the rest, retreat, and restoration. And Jesus has brought wounded people to us. He's brought people into the church who were addicted, who were ashamed, who were beaten down, cheated, scammed, broken-hearted, broken family, broken trust, broken mind, broken emotions, sa totoo lang, lahat tayo ay mga PWDs. Somehow, someway, lahat tayo, we are people with special needs. 
We all have some dysfunction. We all have something where we cannot function ng maayos. Maybe it's our marriage that's dysfunctional. Maybe it's our, you know, mindset. Sometimes I just can't focus. I just feel depressed. I just can't stop cursing or looking at porn or drinking alcohol or I just can't stop gambling or what. Lahat tayo, we have needs. We are broken. But we're in a place where, mga kapatid, lalo na kayo mga cell group leaders, you're the innkeeper. And Jesus is saying, here's this man. Take care of this one. I love him. I want to save him. And Jesus said in John 5, uh, 21, verse 15, sinabi niya kay Peter, Peter, mahal mo ba ako? Yes, yes, yes. So, if you love me, then I want you to feed my lambs. Alagaan mo yung aking flock of sheep. Take care of them. So for the innkeepers, mga cell group leaders, you take care of people. You take care of the ones that Jesus has rescued. Ang cell group ay isang plaza hotel for spiritual survivors. Are you hearing me? It's like the, the cell group leader is the, the, the host. So, I want you, kayo mga champions at Champions Community, I want you to do your best to provide a safe place. Be a spiritual guardian for people who comes to our church family. It's a church family. Pero even a family like this needs guards. A place where people can be emotionally protected, accepted, and loved. And even in a church like this, a cell group, we have a kitchen na kung saan mayroong pagkain, nangangailangan ng feeding. You gotta have food if you want to recover strength, di ba? Mga kapatid, itong topic every Sunday morning, this is not your snack for the week. I'm not giving you spiritual cheek, what do you call it? Uh, what do you call that? Yung pika-pika? Chibug. This is not a spiritual chibug for the week. This is grocery delivery time. So that you have enough groceries to cook your own food to serve to other people. Janamang Bible verse. I hope you will feed. You will the church will be a kitchen. Your house, your cell group, a kitchen where people can eat. Your church can be a clinic. For healing, bringing people to a place na kung saan makakapag-recover sila. They can be rehabilitated and restored. Sa Old Testament, sa Ezekiel chapter 34, God rebukes the shepherds or yung mga leaders of Israel. Because dapat sila ay maging shepherds na tunay na nagmamalasakit sa sheep. You know, of course, the leaders is just an analogy. Like Jesus is the pastor, and these were the pastors and the people of Israel, yung, yung people of God. They're like the sheep. We are the sheep of his pasture. And Sabini, God, you Israelite shepherds, you have not been doing the right thing para sa mga sheep. You only feed yourselves. You're not feeding the flock. You're even eating the flock. You have not helped them. You rape their wool just to make your own clothes. You have not made the weak sheep strong or the sick sheep well. Hindi mo binandage. Hindi mo hinanap yung mga naligaw. You did not bring them back. You did not do the work that a shepherd is assigned to do. Then sabi ni God, Kaya, I will raise up a shepherd for them. In verse 11 and 16, I myself, sabi niya, this is a prophecy about Jesus now. Because in John chapter 10, Jesus said, I am the good shepherd. My sheep 
know my voice and they follow me. But here was the prophecy hundreds of years before. Na sinabi niya, I myself will be their shepherd. I will search for my sheep and take care of them. I will bring them back from where they were scattered. The dark and cloudy places. I will gather them from those countries and bring them back to their own land. I will feed them by streams of water and lead them to grassy fields. Diba? Parang sounds like Psalms 23. The Lord is my, He leads me beside waters and grassy meadows. And then he goes on to say, they will go to the place on high mountains and they will lie down on good ground and eat the grass. Yes, sabi ng Lord, I will feed my flock and I will lead them to a place of rest. That's the church. Jesus will lead people he saved to a place, a church, a family where they can rest. And he says, I will search for the lost and bring them back. I will bandage their wounds and all of these things. I will make the weak strong. I will make the sick well. He, that's what Jesus has done for us. At yun din ang kanyang katawagan for us. He wants us to be like good shepherds then. Like good Samaritans. In Micah, the, the prophet Micah, in verse chapter 6 says, should, should I try to please the Lord Most High by sacrificing calves as burnt offerings? Yan ang ginagawa nila bilang parang religion, yung ritual nila, may alay, may mga, may mga routine. And sabi ni Lord doon, hindi yan ang gusto ko. Hindi yan ang hinahanap ko sa'yo. Yung religion, religion mo yan, yung mga rituals. Sabi niya, would the Lord be pleased even we offer Him thousands of rams and 10,000 rivers of olive oil? Should we sacrifice our children? To pay for our sins? No. He's already made it plain. How to live and what to do and what God is looking for in men and women. Itong hinahanap ng Diyos sa atin. Be fair and just to other people. Show compassion, kindness, loyal love, at mamuhay na may pagkapum- mag Humble, humility, and obeying God. So mga kapatid, this is what the Lord is looking for us. Bilang isang innkeeper. If you do it for others, it's like you're doing it for me. He's looking for us to be innkeepers. So I checked the words at Greek. Yung word innkeeper. Bihira makikita na yung word na yan sa Bible. But the word innkeeper in Greek, I'm going to try to say it, it's pandochus. Pandotius, okay? It comes from two words, pas and dekomai. Okay? A little bit of Greek there, but you can study it. The word dekomai, the, the word that's in that innkeeper, keeper, it means to receive or to accept with a warm welcome. And the word pas simply means all, every kind. So the word innkeeper, when Jesus told this story, it means a place where all, every kind of people can receive a warm welcome and be accepted. Are you catching this? This is the church, friends. A place where all, every kind, can be accepted. That's why, you know, I don't know, but maybe there's many people sa San Fernando na gumagamit ng wheelchair. And so sabi ko, when we put these bathrooms here, make a, a room there that's extra large. Makabilaan, male and female. Make a, a place that's extra large so that the wheelchair can go inside. Na walang problema. I want them to feel welcome. Don't you want to accept all? Gaya ng pagtanggap ni Jesus sa'yo? When this Night to Shine is a partnership with the Tim Tebow Foundation, isang sports star sa America, na former football player, 
Pero, just like our son Zion, lumaki siya sa Philippines. Si Tim Tebow ay isang anak ng missionary sa Davao, sa Mindanao. So, nung bata pa siya, sama-sama siya sa mga outreach, sa mga mission ng kanyang mga parents. And then, nakakita siya sa isang village sa Mindanao, sa jungles. Nakita niya isang bata na parang kaedad din niya. Pero yung paa ng bata ay baliktad. Yung dalawang paa niya, pag ganun eh. Backwards. So, hindi siya nakakalakad ng tama. And all the people sa village, ang pagtingin nila sa bata ay sumpa, sinumpa yung bata. Na as if na may kinulam or he's just patapon na tao. He had no real normal life. He got no opportunities. And Tim Tebow was touched. At 15 years old, nagpa siya siya na if I have the chance, gusto kong tulungan ng mga bata all around the world. Yung mga taong na sinasabi nila, kawawa, nakakahiya. Yung mga taong na they're itinabi, treated as if they're not important. And he said, because I know that they are important to God and they matter to God. Everyone matters to God. At habang may buhay, may layunin. And I'm so thankful na kaka-encourage yung Puso ni Tim Tebow. At ngayon, uh, siyempre, sumikat siya. May, may konting kaya na siya. He really tinupad niya yung kanyang uh, vision. And nagpatayo siya ng hospital sa Davao. And then, itong Night to Shine is around the world. Tinutulungan nila ang mga tao with my special needs. And I hope they will uh, be happy that we partnered with them here. Because wala pang ganito, ganun nandito sa San Fernando. So we are the first. But when, yeah, palakpakan natin ang Panginoon. We're the first. The Tim Tebow Night to Shine is a yearly activity all around the world. Mostly America, but wala dito. So, ngayon, meron. If you look at other people, kahit may disability, God can use anybody. Yung governor namin sa Texas ay ginamit ng Panginoon Diyos to stop abortion and to sign a law outlawing or banning abortion of babies in Texas. Thank God for Governor Greg Abbott. May mga bulag na like Stevie Wonder na napaka-talented sa piano. I just call to say I love you. But Stevie Wonder, amazing musician. And there's a sports star, not a star, but he's a wala siyang lower half. Ang kanyang buong katawan hanggang dito lang. His name is Zion Clark, but he was able to become a wrestler, a swimmer. He can drive a car, and he's now got the Guinness Book of World Records for the fastest man on the planet on his hands. Tumatakbo siya sa gamit ng kanyang mga kamay. And there's another guy you probably saw sa YouTube na Nick, Nick Z, Nick, Nick. Nick Nick, Saint Nick. I can't say his last name. He's an Australian, pero parang taga Czechoslovakia yung last name niya. Now, wala siyang car, walang arms, walang legs, but he can swim. He can drive. Ibang abilities niya na you would be amazed. He can even play golf. How does he play golf? He shaved himself. He can type emails. He's a public speaker, a motivational speaker. He has his own company. And the recent years, nakapangasawa siya ng napakagandang babae. May mga anak pa siya. And yet, and he's a Christian. He loves Jesus and he has a ministry. Tinanong siya in that video. Tinanong siya, do you pray for arms and legs? Sabi niya, minsan, yes, I do. But, sabi niya, I would never trade what God has done in my life through this, through this body. Sabi niya, because of this, I have so much blessing. Imagine, 
Iconsider niya yung kanyang disability as a blessing because he understands Second Corinthians chapter ten, uh, chapter twelve, verse nine. Second Corinthians twelve nine. Tingnan mo. This was the answer of Jesus, K. Paul. My grace is always more than enough for you, and my power finds its Full expression through your weakness. In Sabini Paul, I will celebrate my weakness. For when I am weak, I sense more deeply, I'm more aware of the mighty power of Christ living in me. Everyone would like to change something about ourselves, you know. Kung anong weakness mo, gusto mo sana wala yan sa buhay mo. Sana hindi ganun ang ugali ko. Sana I'm more like Bambi. I want to be more like Nico. I want to be more like pastor or this person or that person. Lahat tayo may mga things that we don't like about ourselves. Eh, how much more yung mga talagang naka-wheelchair or may mga handicap na ganun. But I'm telling you, everybody has some disability and everybody has ability. Kailangan natin na i-depend, matuto na mag-depend sa Diyos for His power to flow in our weakness. And to the caregivers, maybe you're the one na nagka-care ka sa isang tao na may special needs. I don't know kung mayroon kang kapatid or pamangkin na, na may special needs and you have to, you know, extra tutoring, extra care. I don't know. But listen, everybody, remember, everybody is a PWD. Everybody has some dysfunction. Maybe you're not care, a caregiver sa isang tao na may physical disability, but you might be living with someone who is dysfunctional relationally. Kumbaga, ang hirap makakisama. Walang, walang unity. Walang peace. You might be having to take care of someone who has an addiction. Someone who has an anger problem. Maaring ikaw yung nagtitiis sa kanyang habits na gambling, alcohol, pornography, lying, nangungupit. Maybe you're a caregiver of someone that's just always arguing, always shouting. I don't know what kind of people you have to deal with. But if God called you to deal with someone who's hurting, broken, like the victim, then you are a hero. You can be a hero. Because like the good Samaritan who took care of this person and brought him, that's the key, bring him or her to the safe place. Is it going to be a burden? Yes. Will it cost you? Yes. You know, we're spending a lot of money for this night to shine. But if you feel that taking care of people, loving them, bringing them to Jesus, being patient, being self-sacrificing, kung sakaling na ang feel mo ay sobra naman, sobrang bigat ang burden, or you feel that the cost is too much, then I want to remind you of the words that the Good Samaritan said to the innkeeper. Because kung ano sinabi ng Good Samaritan sa innkeeper, it's the same words that Jesus is saying to you today. You know what he said? He said these words, take care of him. Take care of him. And if you spend more than what I have given you, I will repay you on my way back. Sino magre-repay? Sino magbabayad? Yung 
yung tao na sineserve mo? No. He will not pay you back. He cannot pay you. That man was a victim. Ninakawan siya. Wala siyang ma, wala siyang ma pera eh. Don't expect that he's gonna love you back, serve you back, return the favor. Don't expect so much from people that God called you to serve and love and win. Because the Good Samaritan did not say, take care of him and he will pay you. So yeah, I will be the one to pay. And I will pay you on my way back. Sounds like Jesus is coming back. What do you think? You think Jesus is coming back again? And he says, you take care of the one I brought to you. You disciple, you love, you serve, you pray. You take care of the ones that I've brought to you. And sabi ng Panginoon, if, because here's, here's, he gave him money. He, and God has given you some grace. He's given you the heart, the influence, the love. He's given you grace. He says, if you spend more than that, I will be the one to reward you and pay you back. Manalangin tayo. Father, we thank you for being such a generous and good God. And that in our ministry, in our lives, we would not just be victims ng forever. We would not just be the one lying down, kawawa, self-pity, hurting, broken. No, we will just allow you to bring us to healing. Bring us into that place of grace and healing and restoration. Lord, thank you for the church where we can be discipled, we have rest, we can be accepted. There's innkeepers here that would welcome and everyone is accepted. Thank you that we can recover and become spiritually nourished and spiritually strong again. Now, tulungan mo po, Lord, ang bawat isa na maging innkeeper na rin to help the broken, help the lonely, help the ignored or rejected and those that have no place to go, that they would be welcome and you would give us the grace to heal the brokenhearted as you have done for us through Jesus. Amen and amen. God bless you. Be praying for Tuesday.